Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey there, my friend. It's Matt, and welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist podcast. You're going to love today's episode. I've got my friend Katie Horner all the way from Mexico. And listen, she is awesome. (laughs) We met through a mutual friend and uh, she and her husband moved down to Mexico to be missionaries. Things changed. They ended up having to start a business really just to survive. And God has blessed the socks off of them in the homeschool market uh, that they've created some incredible curriculum for. And now she actually helps other uh, entrepreneurs primarily uh, women Christian entrepreneurs really get their message out there. And um, I just love talking to her. She's got a brand new book out called Faith Like Flamingos. And uh, we really talked a lot about some of the details that's in the book as well as some of her stories. So I I know it's going to be a a real encouragement to you today as, as she's on the podcast. You know, before we get started, I always love to give a shout out to my listeners and, uh, Today's uh, shout out is from Kent, who's listening over there on uh, iTunes. And he said, an amazing show for Christian artists. He said, are you a Christian artist who would like more inspiration and encouragement? If so, this show is for you. Matt's unique combination of interviews and teaching episodes will help you be more profitable and focused as an artist. It's truly worth your time. Well, Kent, thank you so much. And I love it when I see uh, reviews that are on the podcast. It just lets us know, me and my team, that, that you guys are out there, that you're listening. And it's, uh, it's just really, really a big, big encouragement. You know, we were sitting there the other day uh, on Sunday afternoon at home, and and Mark, uh, who's our content director uh, here in our in our business, he texted me. He said, dude, you're not going to believe this. And I'm like, what? And he sent me the stats from the podcast. And guys, I cannot say thank you enough. We had our biggest week ever last week. We had over 10,000 downloads in one week. I was like, are you kidding me? It was incredible. And the same week, two other things happened. We found out that we are in the top 15% of all podcasts, like all podcasts, no matter, not Christian podcasts, like all podcasts, which was incredible. And we just passed over 300,000 downloads uh, since we started this podcast. Um, gosh, coming up on two years now. Listen, I, can, I cannot say thank you enough. It is such a huge blessing to know that the Thriving Christian Artists and everything that we're trying to do is a blessing in your life. And so I just wanted to say thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart. Um, we love you guys. We're praying for you. We're behind you. We're believing that God's got incredible things for you as an artist. And um, it's our, our privilege, my honor, to be able to pour into and, uh, and really stoke the fire that God's burning in your heart as an artist. All right? Well, hey, I'm going to get out of the way. You're going to love this interview with my friend Katie Horner. Be sure to look in the show notes. There's a special link there where you can get a copy uh, of her book today. And uh, trust me, you're definitely going to want to do that. All right? Here's Katie. Well, hey, my friends, I'm so glad that you're with me today. I've got my friend Katie Horner with me all the way from Mexico. Katie, I'm so glad you're here with me today. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I know. I know. It's amazing the serendipitous relationships that that happen in the kingdom. And uh, we met through a mutual friend, and I've just so enjoyed uh, getting to know your story, not only 
as a missionary and now in a, in the entrepreneurial realm and helping business owners do what they do. But for those who may not know you, why don't you give us just a, a little bit of background about who you are and what you do? So I'm Katie Horner from handprintlegacy.com. And at Handprint Legacy, we have two businesses actually. Uh, we're expats and missionaries in Mexico. And so one of our businesses focuses on leading the homeschool movement in the Latin American world. And then our English business helps Christian women in business, women of faith, build their businesses, get their message out to more people through coaching and masterminds and retreats. Um, all of us have a message that somebody needs to hear. And it's, it's my privilege to help ladies get that out there. I love that. You know, I'm always telling folks in our, our world, you know, the kingdom has got principles and one of them is be faithful with little and then you're made ruler over much be fruitful first and then multiply, you know, and, I love that because that's what you're doing out of, out of your life. You're taking principles that, that you've learned and you've worked and now you're turning in and helping others. So tell everybody, you know, I know a little bit of, of your backstory, but you didn't always start out in the entrepreneurial realm. You guys ended up Mexi in Mexico out of a heart to really help people, right? Yeah. So I'm a daughter of an entrepreneur. My dad owns a company in Western North Carolina that he built himself. Awesome. Uh, so I was, I was privy to a lot of business conversation, but I wasn't really trained in it because my heart from very young was to serve the Lord, serve people overseas. And so I have a, a degree in teaching, a master's in curriculum development and, and uh, teaching and uh, went Came, up, came to Mexico as a young married couple. My husband and I moved down here in 2007 and uh, wanted to give our life for missions. And wow. about three years into it, we moved from a ministry at a Bible college over to an orphanage ministry here in the south of Mexico. And uh, nine months into that Nine months into that second ministry, we found out we'd kind of been brought on board under false pretenses. Wow. And so that essentially, Surprise, right? <laughs> right? Um, basically, like, thanks for coming, but we don't want you anymore. And we're like, well, now what do we do? Right. And yeah. in the transition from one ministry to the other, um, we had also changed ministries, changed mission boards, and there had been a lot of a lot of slander and hurt feelings that happened in that transition. So we'd already lost a lot of support emotionally mm. and financially. And now less than a year later, um, we essentially are here with, with no very little funding and nothing to do and kind of asking, you know, what, Lord, what you got next? And so beans and rice go, was a real reality for you at that point, right? <laughs> right, right. We knew we didn't want to go back to the States. Our hearts right. were most definitely firmly planted on Mexican soil. Um, at that point, we had had three children born here wow. that were, you know, dual citizens, and we really loved the area and the culture that we were in, and our kids were just starting to be school age, and so we were homeschooling and starting to look into what was available for Spanish speakers to homeschool and realized that there was only two or three companies at that point that you could order materials from if you, if you wanted to homeschool in Spanish and you had to speak English to call and make your order. And we're like, well, that doesn't really make Love a lot it. of sense, right? In true American form, right? Order your right. Spanish language and have to speak American, right? Yes, okay. yes. And, and it also sort of gave the impression that you had to speak English in order to be able to do this or to wow. have a good education. And, and that was not agreeable with, with where our heart sure. was. And so, um, you know, we said, well, I can do that. We could fix that. You know, I'm an Enneagram type one. So I'm immediately thinking, oh yeah, we could fix that. Absolutely. 
And so we started a company called LemonHaas.com and we created a preschool through sixth grade curriculum that is the only literature-based homeschool curriculum in the Spanish world even today. Mm. And we started selling it online and started offering customer support in Spanish and a blog in Spanish and ordering in Spanish and um, started speaking at different events and sharing that, you know, you can give your child a better education than what may be available to you now. Yeah. Or, um, you know, there's a million and one reasons to homeschool in any language, but sure. just trying to be a support to that community. And in the process, grew the business and grew our ministry to where it now reaches around the world. I just love it because it's like, to me, it's such a beautiful picture of how the kingdom works that the thing that you are probably most frustrated about in your life is probably a clue of what the Lord's trying to, to say, hey, this could be the, the conduit that I use to release a kingdom solution in the world through your life. And yes, I want to bring provision into your life in abundance through that as I use you as a blessing to others. And so many people don't realize that. And it's so much it, like for us as artists, you know, I, I love waking people up to that. That is like, you know, th this thing that you think makes you weird is actually the thing that, you know, is, is that God's designed for you to do. And so was that a, I guess coming from a ministry perspective, because I know for me, when I was in that world, it, I wasn't even on that radar. So was that a switch for you guys to, to think, wow, maybe God could use us in the business world and we could also be effective in ministry at the same time. I think that particular switch was gradual. Mm. Um, our, our need was like, we had $5 left in the bank. Like <laughs> we had to do something. Right. So, so it was, it was a survival thing at first, as well as something we thought we could help with, but it wasn't, right. it wasn't until later that we realized that the ministry doors that would open to us in a mm. business situation. Wow. And that's something that I help the ladies that I coach now, you know, because once you've been through it, you can see it and say, you know, yes, it's a business, but you can reach so many more people when oh, you come yeah. in through a business door yeah. and they're not expecting you to bring Christ into the situation. Right. You know, then, then if you just go knocking door to door, trying to share Christ that way. Well, you know, the thing I would, I've been amazed by, and I, I share this every time we open the doors to our membership, you know, because sometimes you know, people give you a hard time for, for charging for something that, you know, you're helping people from a spiritual perspective and in addition to all the marketing stuff we do and, and that sort of thing. And I said, you know, I've spoken at conferences all over the world. I've, you know, our podcast thankfully gets <laughs> tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of listens and all that kind of thing. But you know, where the transformation stories come from, from our mentoring program, because when people pay, they pay attention. When people mm -hmm. invest they really take it a lot more seriously. And for me, as somebody that's called to help people really make a change in their life, I love that God's given me this business to be able to do that through because not only are we blessed through it, we're able to see a lot more significant transformation happen in people because when they sign up, whatever it is, a mini course or a retreat or uh, the mentoring program, whatever, they're all in. And um, I mean, do you see that as well, that when people commit with that on that level, it's like we're in it to win it. We're, we're going to go for it. Right. I think that's one of the things that sets us apart in business mm. because we're able to blend our faith yeah. with our yeah. business. We're able to reach the whole person and help the whole person. Absolutely. And I've, you know, I've, I've had calls with clients who were suicidal or calls with business clients who are having marriage issues or calls with business clients who are struggling with their kids or some other issue, you know, eating disorders. Right. 
Um, and, and I just look at my husband and I think, I cannot believe that I get paid to help them this yeah. way. Yeah, you absolutely. know, and so when you're willing to put your whole heart into it, even though it's a business thing, and yet you're you're able to discern those other ways that you can help and bring all of that to the table. I had somebody this week say, I don't know how I'm going to afford you, but I'm going to make a way because I realize that you're helping the whole person yeah. is going to help me tremendously more than just a business coach. That's right. That's right. I love it. We were sitting there yesterday. We're getting ready for our Thriving Christian Artist Conference. And, uh, we were sitting there yesterday watching uh, the video applications for our spokesperson of the year award that we're doing for the first time. We got like 40 applications and we're sitting there crying. Both my wife and I'm like, I just can't even watch this anymore. But like the stories of people's transformation are just unreal. And I'm like, thank you, Lord, that you've given us this incredible platform to be able to do that. And um, listen, you're not only doing this through your coaching and through the other things that you're doing with homeschoolers, you're writing books and you gave me the opportunity to get an advanced copy of your book, Faith Like Flamingos. And I was like, flamingos, woo, I love it. What is this going to be about? And I loved it. And I wanted to, is it okay if we kind of jump into that a little bit? Because I want everybody to get a copy of it. There's a link actually that you've made special for our listeners um, right here in the show notes. You can grab that guys. It's just katiehorner.com forward slash TCA. And you can grab a copy of the book. But Katie, the first thing in that book I loved, and we kind of hinted at it just a little bit ago, but you said that the ugly feature is kind of the thing that sometimes God uses as our superpower. What did you mean by that? Yeah, well, flamingos have these long legs that kind of bend backwards. Right. And, you know, they've got the webbed feet and things. And, and sometimes... I just imagine in the bird world, they're probably the ones that get made fun of, right? Like exactly, you know, <laughs> all the skinny leg jokes and, and all the big feet jokes and, you know, they're getting the brunt of it. And yet that is the unique design of the creator That's right. for them to run on the surface of the water as they take flight. And it, it's, it's one of the things that stirs up the silt at the bottom of the river so that they can mm. have the nutrients and find the food that they need. Like each thing was specifically designed. And the flamingo doesn't sit there and complain about a leg. Like you don't hear them squawking to the other birds about how much they hate their skinny legs right. or their web feet, right? They just keep doing what God created them to do. And it just stuck out to me that so many of the entrepreneurs that I serve think, oh, I can't do that because of X. Or I could do that if I didn't whatever. You know, we yeah. come up with these excuses about something that we don't like in ourselves or that has been a superimposed thing on us by others. You can't do that because, you know, when we started our business, you can't have a business and be a ministry <laughs> at the same time, you know, and, right. <laughs> all, you know, it, and if you listen to all of those, you can't, or if you focus on that negative thing, yeah, I was just listening to Dean Graziosi's book this morning, the, the millionaire success habits. Yeah. And he said, if you focus on that negative, then you don't ever see the positive in it. That's and right. so, you know, what others might criticize in the flamingo's awkwardness and silly feature is really a superpower that God gave them to be able to nurture themselves and to be able to escape danger when it comes. Right. Mm. And in our lives, if we would just take a step back and look at what that thing is that we feel like is our biggest quirk, there's a way we can turn it around positively to use it as a feature that can glorify the Lord in what we're called to do. And 
you know, what, whatever that, whatever that is in your life, maybe, maybe you're, um, maybe you have some art talent that's been laid, laid hidden because somebody criticized something you did a long time yeah. ago, right? Or maybe you have a certain potential in accounting or in teaching and you're afraid to do it because of what other people are going to say or those criticisms, like God created you with those unique designs that's and right. he has a purpose for it. He has ever since you were conceived and it's time to embrace who God made you and live full out. And that's what Faith Like Flamingos is all about. That's so good. And I'm just going to say, if there's anybody that has a special gift with accounting, you're probably on the wrong podcast, but we love you anyway. <laughs> this is the art podcast. We love you anyway. Uh, hey, I know an accountant who's an awesome musician, so you just that's never right. know. That's right. That's right. Hey, listen, one of the other things that you said in this book, and I love it because I hear it I'm always talking to artists about focus, you know, that focus is where mastery comes, focus is how your unique voice gets developed as an artist. And you said in this book, you said, do everything you want to do, but just don't try to do it all at the same time. Talk about that because I think otherwise we become kind of professional dabblers, right? Kind of that jack of all trades, master of none. And so how is it that you can do everything that you want to do, but not have to worry about trying to do it all at the same time? So I, I teach my coaching clients that you need to educate yourself based on a next step process, mm. right? So where am I at? Where am I right now? Evaluate that. And what is my next step? And what do I need to take that step? And I can, I can learn marketing and I can learn um, product creation and I can learn email sequences and I can learn copy and I can learn all these things for my business but I'm not going to learn any of them well unless I'm focused on that one thing at mm. a time. Yeah. And so that, that's what I mean. Even, even in what you offer to people, like yeah. you can be an artist who knows how to do everything there is every different, maybe you, you know, watercolor and you know, basket weaving and you know, woodworking and you know, all these different things, but you're never going to build a name for yourself if you don't focus on excelling in one area that's right. at a time. Right. And once you become known for watercolor, then you have the following that's also interested that you teach woodworking or right. this other thing, right? And so whether it's in narrowing down your niche and what you want to become known for, or whether it is what do I need to learn to take my business to that next level in, in this space and time, you can do it all. You just can't do it all at the same time and do it well. I was just telling folks in the mentoring program the other day, I had a question on our live Q&A because I'm starting to paint in this last year. And um, so I've been doing baskets for like 25 years, you know, and somebody said, Oh Matt, it's going to be so neat to see you start your painting career from the ground up. And I said, Oh, contraire, monsieur. I said, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing it from the ground up. I said, I'm taking the reputation that I've built over the last 25 years. And then I'm going to create this link, this connection between where I've been and now where I'm going so that I'm building off of that reputation. And that's already happening in the studio when people come in and they, they say, oh, no, these paintings, now who does these? I'm like, well, that's me. And here's how that's connected to my basketry work. And it's like, oh, wow. You know, it's like this huge connection happens for them. And so I love that. I've, it's been all the years that I've focused that have enabled me now to be able to spread out and continue to, um, you know, develop other skills and develop other aesthetics and that sort of thing. So, so, so key. I love that. Now, the third thing that I loved on your, <laughs> in your book, you said that all of the chapters are great, but you know, the, these are the three that for me were really great. You said, 
you talked about standing on one leg and I love this idea of batching of trying to get more out of less of really trying to leverage my time in the best way I can talk about that concept from a flamingo perspective of standing on one leg and, and what that really means for somebody that's trying to do it all in life and business. Right. So our, our natural logic would tempt us to think that the flamingo is less steady when he's mm. standing on one leg, but the scientists say that he's actually, his muscles, his muscle stature is stronger on one leg than two. Wow. Um, and he's able to better control his body temperature and stabilize his body temperature when he's also on one leg because the other one is not in the cold water or the mud. It's up under his feathers, right? Wow. And so there's this, this counterintuitive thing at play there where sometimes the things that we do that seem to appear to make the most sense don't make the most sense at all. And a lot of times we don't even see that when we are working in our business. We need an outside perspective sometimes to come along and say, hey, what about if you did it this way instead? What if you could redirect those funds from this activity to this one and produce more? Or what if you could merge some of your tools into one tool and only have one expense that can do it all? Or what if you could you know, have someone do less of this and more of that where their zone of genius is. And so in, in applying that conserving your energies thing to from the flamingo life to the life of the Christian entrepreneur, you're always wanting to look at, am I getting the most from what I'm doing? Yeah. Right. And we have to evaluate on a consistent basis that, that what we're spending both in, in financial areas, as well as in time and energy, those are our biggest resources, Right. And, and in our people resources and all of that, where are you allocating those resources and what ROI are you getting from it? And what if you turn things around a little bit? What if you took something and, and stood on one leg there instead of two so that you yeah. had more energy to put somewhere else, right? And, and in those ways, we become better business people and better business managers and better leaders for those that we're serving. That's so good. I think, you know, I've had to learn over the years not being too precious about methodologies or strategies or things that I've I may really like to do, but when I when I step back and look at it, or like my wife just came into our business, you know, this last year, so she's coming in with a 25 year career of administration and education and all that, and she she looks at some of the things that I've been doing, which granted has been pretty doggone successful, but at the same time, she's able to look at it and go. Now, you know, this makes no sense the way you're doing this. If we change this, this, and this, you would get twice as much value or, you know, power out of that. And it's, I'm just like, oh, you know, because so many times, especially as artists, and I think as entrepreneurs in general, you know, we can be so precious and so, you know, protective of things because we started it. We formed it. It's, it was our baby and that sort of thing. But as a successful entrepreneur, you got to be willing to, to cut some things, right? And, and make those hard decisions for the long-term benefit of, of what you're wanting to grow to, right? And, and that's part of being a, a good business owner is being yeah. able to separate yourself emotionally from what's right. going on in your business and be able to make those calls. Yeah. Because if I'm tied to this because I started it or I've always done it, but it's not the best thing for my business, it's ultimately going to hurt the business That's right. and hurt our capabilities of impact. And so That's I've got right. to be able to separate myself from that emotionally and say, this is not about me. This is about serving my people better. That's right. What's the best call here? And then make those hard decisions. Yeah. That's so good. I'm getting encouraged just as we're talking right now. I'm like, this is just, this is good for me. 
<laughs> it's good for all of us. I mean, don't you think, I think we're both involved in masterminds and things like that. And with other, you know, leaders. And I think, gosh, we all need that in our life. This iron sharpening iron, if you will, just saying, you know, you ought to think differently about the way you're, or have you thought about this and, uh, or look at the way I did it. It really succeeded that. I don't see how people do life and business without that. I mean, do you, I mean, it's like, we have to have that in our life to, to really thrive. Right. Right. And we went for a long time when we started our business without that community because yeah. we couldn't find one. And, you know, Aaron Walker of view from the top says isolation is the enemy of excellence. I quote yeah. that all the time because it's, it's so true. You cannot be an Island to yourself in the business world these days, especially if you also are with a ministry heart, because yeah it's all about people. You would have no business without people no. and you need people to help you better your business. And so that's whether right. that's listening to podcasts, you know, Matt and I both have podcasts you can, <laughs> you can sign on to, right? That's right. <laughs> or whether that's finding a mastermind, like the membership pro program that he offers or the coaching memberships and masterminds that I have, you need to find a community that's going to call you out on your stuff. It's going to encourage you on the bad days. It's going to help you think about things from a different perspective when you're stuck in the rut or too right. in the business to look at it from that way and really help you succeed. We don't succeed on our own. That's a myth. And it's something that, that we all need to, you know, kind of be an adult about and decide to go get some help because we need it. <laughs> that's so true. I have to say that was, that's been one of my biggest aha moments in doing all that we do now. Um, we actually tried to do artist mentoring. Um, I tried to do it one-on-one -on -one coaching, which I was like, that is not my gift, you know? <laughs> I, and then, cause I, cause I would meet with somebody like twice and I was like, you didn't do what I told you to do. Like what's going on, you know? And then, then we started this huge website and we had all these incredible resources. Oh my gosh, it was so great. And I had like a couple of thousand people log in and then nobody came back. And we were like, why aren't people coming back? And when I started Created to Thrive and now what we're doing, I started realizing people come for, you know, the, the information, but they end up staying for the community because it's, you start realizing you can't do it alone, that the community is worth so much more than, than just the information that you're getting. And so I, I'm so thankful for all of us that are finding that in our unique niches that, you know, it's, it's bringing people together and bringing that collective wisdom together. And I think, especially for Christians, as we invite the Holy Spirit to be a part of that, um, the acceleration that happens is just incredible. So, well, it's acceleration, but it's also nutrients. It's also mm -hmm. protection. You know, right. Flamingo doesn't survive by himself. He needs right. that clock of flamboyance to grow with him. Right. That's and, right. and that it leads to all the things it leads to you being healthy on the inside and out. It leads to you being protected because you're in the group. Um, it, it's just so beneficial. Yeah. Well, Katie, it's a great book, and I hope all my listeners will grab it. It's uh, katiehorner.com forward slash TCA. You can grab the book called Faith Like Flamingos. Katie, where else can they find out what you're doing? I'm sure you're all over social media. Obviously, your website, katiehorner.com. Where else? <laughs> I'd love for you to follow my podcast, For Your Success. Awesome. That is just foryoursuccesspodcast.com um, or iTunes, wherever you listen. And I am on Instagram at Katie Horner and Horner is H-O-R-N-O-R. -R. Awesome. Well, Katie, it's been a pleasure. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the Thriving Christian Artist today. My pleasure. Thank you. 
Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.